0: Like many of you, I watched the Super Bowl the other day, had a great time eating chips and treats and cookies and having a great time with my family. It was an amazing football game. My only problem with Super Bowl Sunday was once again the annual total disappointment of the He Gets Us campaign commercial. Um, This was another... Disaster area in terms of representing Jesus and the biblical gospel, an absolute dumpster fire rolling down the street, a big steaming pile of poo. It was horrible absolutely ghastly. But I wanted to give you a clip of Ben Shapiro talking about it because I thought for somebody who's not a Christian to have this kind of insight, I'm so glad he does, because if he's ever going to be saved and become a Christian, it's going to be because the biblical risen Christ saves him, not because of some dumb, cultural, relevant, remade, rebranded Jesus of the He Gets Us campaign. So check out his take on this Um, commercial. I think it's great. It's funny. It's real. It's so good. So here's Ben Shapiro on the Super Bowl. He gets us commercial. And then I'll say a few things afterwards.
1: One was an ad for an organization called He Gets Us, the he being Jesus. And it's controversial because this take on Jesus is hippie Jesus. Now, obviously, I'm not a Christian. I'm an Orthodox Jew. But I have read the New Testament. And virtually all my friends are very religious Christians. And um, I will point out at this point that even someone like me understands that the message of Jesus is not one of unending tolerance for behavior. It's love of human beings, but not tolerance for bad behavior. But apparently the He Gets Us campaign is about how Jesus really, really is fine with everybody's behavior, which is not the message that I got from the New Testament where that is clearly not the actual thing that Jesus is saying. Jesus was pretty hardcore. In any case, here was some of the He Gets Us ad campaign which completely does not get Jesus. But again, I'll let Christians speak to that, but I'm pretty sure about this one. The, the ad begins with um, people washing each other's feet because apparently Jesus was big into the feet washing, but not because he actually wanted to promulgate his belief system, just because he apparently really loved washing, washing feet. So you've got a cop washing the feet of some, some dude. You have a cheerleader washing the feet of a red-haired lady you have, like, a white guy washing the feet of a Native American. And then, my favorite, you have a lady who is sort of a suburban mom washing the feet of a lady outside a family planning clinic. Um, so, unless she's also trying to convince that lady not to have an abortion, I'm pretty sure Jesus is not so hot on the abortion, as it turns out. Um, you have poor lady having her feet washed. You have Native American lady, environmentalist, having her feet washed illegal immigrant having her feet washed again again, Muslim having her feet washed. I mean, not to be weird about this, but Christianity is in fact a proselytizing religion. So my understanding is there are certain values Christianity wishes to promulgate. Have um old people washing their feet together. We have a um a a Christian priest washing the feet of somebody who appears to be trans. Which, again, Jesus is not so hot on the boys or girls routine, is my understanding. And it says, Jesus didn't teach hate. He washed feet. Um, I would just like to point out that Jesus did more than wash feet. I mean, again, I don't mean to be like the Christian proselytizer here, because I'll leave that to others who are actual Christians. But um, that's not all he did. And hate of what? In fact, Jesus did teach hate of sin. Like Jesus was not a fan of, so like. my understanding of the Mary Magdalene story is that he didn't say to her, let me wash your feet, now go back to being a whore and I'm fine with it. Pretty sure that's the opposite of the story. So yeah, so that got political. A lot of people on the right didn't like the ad. I am one of the people who did not like the ad. Again, I, I, I believe that Christianity and people going back to church is maybe the only thing that can save the country in reality. And so the watered down version of Christianity that basically is just paganism is, is something I, I'm not a big fan of.
0: Now, obviously, I totally agree with what he says. So great. I loved hearing him say it. I only pray that one day he'll come to know that Jesus is the Messiah. When you go to their website, he gets us website, you really see that they're showing their hand. And here's some of the quotes from their website. And I'll pop it up on the screen for those of you who are checking it out on YouTube. And those of you who are listening on the podcast, you can listen in. But it says here, On their website, they say, quote, He Gets Us is a diverse group of Jesus followers with a wide variety of faith journeys and lived experiences. Our work represents the input from Christians who believe that Jesus is the Son of God, as well as many others who, though not Christians, share a deep admiration for the man that Jesus was. And we are deeply inspired and curious to explore his story. Okay, so... So they're, they're okay being a group of people who some believe they're the Son of God, others who they're just admiring Jesus. And we're all collectively together in this experience of exploring further the story of Jesus as if he's not been studied for 2,000 years among Christians, as if there's something new to explore, and that maybe even those who don't believe Jesus is the Son of God might have an angle on Jesus that we haven't figured out. Unbelievable. They go on to say, We look at the biography of Jesus through a modern lens to find new relevance in often overlooked moments and themes from his life. Right. They're finding new themes. Yeah, They're making up new themes. You see, there's the Jesus of the ancient passive of Scripture that, that's timeless and eternal. He is the Son of God. He is the Son of Man. He is truly God. He is truly man. He came to live a perfect life as a representative for human beings so that when we believe in Him, we are declared righteous before God. But if we don't, if we're outside of Jesus, then we are condemned forevermore into eternal damnation. Everything comes down to Jesus. It's not just some nice little polite conversation. It is, we are in dire need, and Jesus came as the Savior to save us. This, there's no new angle. There's no new, there's no new thing. It's not like, oh, we're so enlightened, and we're getting better and better every day, and in every way, we're coming up with new, evolved ideas, and now we can relook at Jesus and find something new. That's the lie. That's always the lie it reminds me that this whole campaign this whole agenda and the he gets us campaign they're planning on spending 3 billion dollars in the next 3 years so this is not the last we're going to hear from these heretics oh no we're going to we're going to be on i mean there's going to be an onslaught of propaganda gaslighting and you know all these other you're a judgmental person if you stand for purity or truth or anything like that we're going to get so much of this but it reminds me that liberal progressive Christianity has been around for a hundred years. I mean, you go back to the beginning of the 20th century, there's always been a liberalization of Christianity, trying trying to take the heart of Jesus and bag the Bible type Christianity. And a guy by the name of Richard Niebuhr wrote a book in 1937, a book called The Kingdom of God in America. And here's what he said in this book as he describes and as he attacks a liberal social gospel. Now, remember, this is 1937. This is what he said. He said, a liberal social gospel is, quote, a God without wrath who brought men without sin into a kingdom without judgment through the ministrations of a Christ without a cross. In other words, Progressive Christianity is always trying to take the judgment of God out. It's trying to take the, the, the atonement of the cross, the substitution of Jesus of, from on the cross in our place and it's trying to give us a Jesus without wrath, without any kind of consequences, without any kind of accountability, without any kind of holiness and it is a false Christianity. How do we become Christians? How did I become a Christian? I was a sinner. I was a wretched sinner, totally jacked up. Jesus came into my life and he showed me my sin in light of his glory. And he showed me that he died in my place and that he is risen from the dead so I could have a new life and be a new person. That's an unbelievable gift. And when I believe in him, I am saved and I'm being saved and I will be saved into eternal life. That's what Christianity is. It is a bloody cross for wretched, lost sinners like you and like me. And that is the Jesus of the Bible, not this cultural adaptation, made up, revolutionary Jesus. And if you're investigating Christianity, I beg you, do not start a conversation with these people. Start a conversation with the Bible. Go find a Christian who believes in the Bible, who believes in historic Christianity, who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. Start asking questions and repent and believe in Jesus. Romans chapter 10 verse 9 says that if we confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord, right? He is Lord. You confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that He's been raised from the dead. You will be saved. How do we become Christians? Not when we say, "Oh, Jesus is just like me." You say, "No, Jesus is King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Jesus is God in the flesh." When you confess Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that He's been raised from the dead, you will be saved. I pray that everybody comes to know Jesus as He truly is and not this cultural false heretical terrible blasphemous absolutely offensive by the way to all true christians these commercials are are an offense i would rather watch beer commercials than these he gets us i by far and away i would rather watch i would rather watch usher roller skate and dance than watch one of these crazy commercials because at least the world's being in the world The man when People act like they're being Christians and they're not. That is a disaster. God bless you. And I'll see you in the next video and on the next podcast here soon. God bless you.